Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 11 of the Made of Things podcast. I am your host, Antonio Maria Correa. I apologize for getting to you a little late this week, as I have been busy trying to manage my time and myself, really, uh, which is a rather emo thing to say, uh, but comes in very handy for this week's episode, since the guest on the show is the wonderful American football. And I mean the actual sport, so there will be a lot of Peyton Manning and NFLing and Pittsburgh Stealing as well. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I guess, are an adequate reference for American football in this year, in 2015, for someone like me who hasn't really been in touch with the sport for about 20 years now, give or take. Plus, you know, New England patrioting is a terrible joke. Uh, but of course, I was only joking. What I meant by American football was the amazing Mike Kinsella band, not the actual sport. I am such a tease. We'll get to American football again uh, in a little bit, since there are a few things I would like to address first. Okay, so my intention is for Made of Things to always come out on Tuesdays, which wasn't the case this week. This is still a podcast without any money involved, so I still have to record it uh, when I come around to it. Um, much like Billy Joe does, I record the podcast uh, when I come around to it. That's what Billy Joe and the guys from Green Day used to say when I come around. So, okay, so there is Billy Joe, and you have that Trey guy. And I can't remember his last name. It was something like uh, Trey Song, not Trey Songs, maybe um, Trey Trey Brule, <laughs> not Trey Trey Brule. Ah, uh, no, uh, the guy's name was Trey Cool. That's what it was. I could I could have gone on online and sorted that out, but you know, try to flex my memory a little bit. Um, Trey Cool. Yeah. Okay, and the other guy was. Matt, I think. I feel like his name was Matt. So yeah, that was his name. Definitely Matt. Okay, so another thing which is American, other than American football, uh, that I wanted to talk to... Uh, talk to? <laughs> yes, I will talk to it. Gee, I hope I will get an answer. But no, the other thing which is American and important is last week's premiere on Netflix of the prequel to the 2001 movie Wet Hot American Summer, which is Wet Hot American Summer, first day of camp. Uh, the people behind this are David Wayne and Michael Showalter, who wrote and directed the movie and the new series. Uh, they were part of things like The State back in the 90s and Stella in the 2000s and Orden Naughties, if you're from England, or the Dois Mich, if you were in... if you're Portuguese. That's a tiny quip for the Portuguese people. And basically anything Wayne and Showalter and Michael Ian Black are involved in uh, is something I will recommend much like anything in which people from the stake take part. Uh, this is an absolutely free plug, which isn't at all for myself. Uh, this is just me letting you know about, you know, things that are really good and things that I really like, which is, you know, basically what I do in my life with the interviews and stuff. You know, uh, guests on this podcast are basically recommendations given by me of things that I find excellent. Uh, but if you need more than that in this case... Uh, the cast in Wet Hot includes talent like Amy Poehler, uh, Bradley Cooper, uh, Elizabeth Banks, Paul Rudd, 
on top of an absolutely fantastic choice of comedians, which will probably cater to you if you like comedy that is both very dumb and very intelligent at the same time, while having a very meta outlook of the whole thing. Sophisticated comedy, really. So, if you're listening to this podcast, I guess that there are some overlap in the audiences, I don't know. I don't know. I hope so. That would be a really good sign for me. Okay, so the new series of uh, First Day of Camp features one of those special scenes uh, which don't seem to come across very often. So on episode number four of the series, look out for the character Logan St. Bogan, or St. Bogan. Uh, Logan St. Bogan, who is absolutely incredible. So that scene, guys, I'm not going to spoil anything, so you guys check it out, okay? Okay, but back to American football, I interviewed the guys at Primavera Sound in Barcelona a couple of months ago, again, yes, here I am talking about Primavera Sound in Barcelona. This means this uh, episode is in line with the previous episodes done at Primavera Sound, so this episode officially qualifies as an episode that is part of the Primavera Sound sessions. Please go listen to the introductions on the previous few episodes to really know what I'm talking about. Can I call it the uh, Primavera Sound Sessions? Of course I can. It's my podcast. But just because I can, it doesn't mean that I should. Oh boy. Such decisions to make. Should I call it the Primavera Sound Sessions? You know, Sessions is actually... I, I, I need to say something. Sessions is actually one of those words with which, at least I find, no one seems to think there is anything wrong. But sessions is inherently corny, you know. I mean, you know, even in jest, I think I die a little bit inside whenever I say sessions or moments. So, you know, okay, so you say to me, Antonio or Antonio, aren't you really, you know, kind of stretching it with being picky with words here? No, I am not. So shut up, please. Sessions, or Sessions, felt new about 10 years ago, and I think is now just cliché, you know? Like, um, moments, on the other hand. You know, moments, the word, is perfectly fine when used in a way that is not central or completely germane to the phrase being said. Uh, you know, I'll give you an example. The, uh, you know, the sentence, in a few moments... You know, in a few moments, you know, has absolutely nothing wrong with it. But uh, whenever you try to give a more meaningful or inspirational feel to the word moments, it becomes sort of terrible. Examples of this are used in ads, product slogans, product, you know, tags, or even on your iPhone, I mean iPhones, if you weren't aware, the picture app on your iPhone is called Moments. You know, which is, ugh, you know, ah. Uh, and no, just because it is an Apple product doesn't make the word Moments cool at all. Even though the iPhone is gorgeous and Macs are beautiful, so MacBooks. And um, Macs in general. Uh, but guys, you know, please try not to use the word Moments or Sessions in a cool way, because it isn't, you know, it's not cool, okay? Kind of like Green Day, you know, Trey, cool. Hmm. 
Okay, so enough of that. About uh, American football, uh, our guests this week, they are a band fronted by the great Mike Kinsella, which is sort of a seal of quality on its own, since he fronted uh, other excellent bands, such as Captain Jazz and Joan of Arc and Owen, uh, which is basically himself. But, you know, I haven't really gotten into any of those very deeply yet. But I have been a fan of American football for uh, a good few years now. And um, I started listening to American football around the time I got into lesser-known late 90s emo, which was the case with the band Mineral that I talked about and interviewed a couple of episodes ago. I had Chris Simpson of uh, Mineral on the show. This time I have um, uh, Mike Kinsella and the guys. So they played Primavera Sound in Barcelona. And again, I have to say, you know, I have to compliment the festival, Primavera Sound in Barcelona, for the excellent taste and for the ability and desire even to get back together bands such as American Football. The band only really recorded one album, which is the eponymous album of 1999. So check out American Football of 1999. And it's only one record, so go listen to that. You know, the band lies somewhere between, you know, somewhere somewhere in an indie rock territory, which is somewhere between more sophisticated emo and earlier post-rock, like Tortoise. Tortoise is an amazing band too, by the way. Don't miss out on them live if you ever get the chance. Uh, one time I was interviewing Sam of The Sea and Cake, and uh, the drummer on The Sea and Cake is John McIntyre, who is the leader of Tardis and drummer as well. A very nice guy, very intelligent, uh, I mean, brilliant, really. And an absolutely amazing live drummer. So, John McIntyre, guys, check it out. This ties in because I think uh, Tardis uh, was really an informative band in terms of American football as well, even though they aren't really very far apart in time uh, in the 90s. But... Um, you know, I really, really liked meeting the guys of American football and talking to them. So joining me, we have uh, Mike Kinsella, Nate Kinsella, Steve Lamos, who is hilarious, by the way, and Steve Holmes. And uh, Holmes is a huge comedy podcast fan. So we talk quite a lot about podcasts during this podcast. So it ends up being kind of meta as well sometimes. So, you know, later American Football played an excellent show. I don't know uh, if I will ever get the chance to see them live again. Probably never, really. So that was awesome. Uh, and um, thanks again, Primavera, really. I'm not sucking up to Primavera. It's just something I really, really enjoy. The amount of shows this year, and every year, really, that you get to see live and and have wanted to catch live forever is astounding really uh, don't forget that if you like the podcast I would recommend that you put a ring on the podcast ask Beyonce she'll let you know also please subscribe on iTunes and follow on Instagram like on Facebook and download on WordPress at made of things pod I kept it kind of short this time imagine if you're someone from 20 years ago, what were those words? You know, like, subscribe is okay, but iTunes? Uh, was it around 20 years ago? I don't think so. Was it? I don't think so. And following on Instagram and like on Facebook? 
you know, liking things has been around since the dawn of humankind, really. But Facebook, can you like something on your Facebook, on your school's Facebook? This isn't really a bit. I'm just thinking out loud, really. And downloading 30 years ago, downloading on WordPress. What is this? Are we letting like a, a, a huge, heavy anvil drop on presses of newspapers or something on Made of Things Pod. Made of Things Pod always made sense. Since the beginning, really. Okay, so enough enough bullshit. Uh, let's get to American football. Uh, oh, and by the way, uh, their friend Chase is there. He's doing like their tour management and stuff, and he's uh, a music guy uh, doing lots of uh, band support. So he chimes in every now and again. Uh, so... Please enjoy the episode with uh, the great American football. Lisbon is similar, similar uh, to kind of, kind of, I guess. I, it's kind of, kind of similar, I guess. I don't know. Uh, uh, different language. I think it's uh, first. First off, there's a very different language because Catalan is like Greek and stuff. How, where should I sit? Uh, um, I should sit in the middle. Possibly, middle. Yeah, in the middle might might be best. Okay, so uh, there we go. Okay, but and uh, there you go. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Guys, you want to want to introduce yourselves in terms of because uh, since this is audio, yeah, yeah, Nate, if you could. Okay, so. <laughs> You guys want to introduce yourself so people recognize the voices? Hi, I'm Mike. Um, I play guitar and sing in American football. Oh, sure. It's, your name is enough. People can, you know, oh. if, they're, if they're not sure who, who is who, yeah, exactly. If they're not sure who is who, like, just Google, you know, and you know, you know, you know just name is enough. I'm Nate Kinsella. Steve Lemos. Steve Holmes. There you go. And we're so uh, this is American football. So guys, uh, what's it like to being here at Primavera? Was this your first time at Primavera? First time. I think we're all we keep talking about how we are all going to move here. We love it. <laughs> we're having so much fun. It's great. And uh, uh, so 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 far, when did you guys arrive? Two days ago. Or yesterday? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it feels like two days ago. It's been a, it's been an active. Yes, but it has been wonderful. Nate spent uh, a week in Madrid, or more than that. Just before this, so. And how is that like? It's got a much different feel than Barcelona, but it's still amazing. It's a little more, feels a little more dense population-wise, but still really fun. I haven't been to Madrid like in five in five years, but don't you feel th uh, that it's a huge city, like very wide, very large? I only stayed like actually in the city center. I was I was pretty surprised. I was actually thinking that it was kind of manageable on foot, like pretty kind of small. You could walk from well. You you know, I well, I, I guess I just only saw a very small part of it. Apparently, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. like these. I have the idea I have is like these wide, very wide avenues. Oh, yeah. You know, and because it's very imperial, because the, the kings and queens uh, live over there, and princes and stuff like that. Uh, and so it's very like majestic, I think. While Barcelona is seems very, you know, more like smaller in terms of you know smaller things happening in particular places. I guess yeah, I don't know. Maybe or maybe more neighborhoods, Barcelona yeah. or something. Or more neighborhoody. Is that is that a word? It, it is, is now. It is yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just kind. Of, well, I need to, I need to uh, you know have some rights on that as well. So in America, that means your friend's sweatshirt is your neighborhoody. <laughs> 
my neighbor's hoodie. Did you did you guys bring your neighbor hoodies? Oh uh, no, no. Okay, so no neighborhood neighborhood less in at Primavera. Um, so guys, um, so never been to Portugal. No, never been to Portugal at all. Oh. No. Chase has been. No, Portugal. Okay, okay, and uh, so no idea and uh, no invitations ever for to play in Portugal, for instance. Maybe after this interview. Well, I hope right? so. This, I hope yeah. so. There's, Isn't there's, that what you said that well, we were going to get to come if we I, agreed to do this? I'll try to book you guys, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, no promises. But you know, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of you know a lot of my friends like you, so oh, okay. some of them have met you as well. Some people, uh, oh. my friend Diogo, for instance, was in the U.S. and uh, told that uh, I was just speaking to him. I'm going to, I'm going to interview. Uh, uh, American football, and he said, "Like, oh, I, I talked to some, a few of them, and they're just totally awesome dudes." So, there you go. It travels a lot, so pretty much. But um, so, if you guys, uh, do you have any idea of what Primavera is like? The the the, the festival. This is my sixth year, and I can't stop coming. Uh, so. It's been very, it's been wonderful. I mean, we all, we were just talking about how relaxing it's been, and, mm -hmm. and we were all nervous that it would be a frantic trip, but it's been the opposite. Sit on the beach, enjoy. Uh, it's been great. I don't know. Ask him. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, it's a beautiful city. Mike and I are only, we we're talking when we landed, we're like, oh, we're only going to be on the ground for 40 hours uh -huh. before we have to leave, but it's it's been a really good time. Uh -huh. Awesome. Fantastic. And uh, the weather is nice as well. Not too windy. So, uh, do you have any, any, uh, in, uh, any, uh, Will to try the nudist beaches. <laughs> no, we, we we saw. Yeah, we, I, it was my first time today, and I have no will to try any. Yeah, no, no. Did you did you go full Monty at the beach? No. No. Do they have those in Portugal? <laughs> not so much. They're hidden, you know, but not so not, like not very it's really, public. It's really weird for Americans. Uh, they um they don't they it's. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You just can't do that there. No, Not even, sure. yeah. You're arrested? Yeah. It could get you arrested. It could get you arrested. We're going to leave it at that. And but you, like, and can uh, drinking on the streets actually get you arrested as well? Because yes. over here it's pretty much what, what everyone does. Yeah, it depends. It depends where I, I live in uh, uh, in Colorado, and it depends kind of where. Some there are some places that are a little more lenient than others with that sort of thing. Isn't Colorado like the weed state now? Yes, yes, yes. I, I I look forward to the time when people just chill out and go back to doing what they do. Yeah, we're, that's that's what we're famous for right now. It's like it attracts the same kind of people I think Amsterdam used to, just kind of crazy party people. There's uh, like a huge percentage of weed stores and oh, it's tiresome. Yeah, it's I, I look yeah. forward to when it's just back to the way it used to be. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that what you always look for in things sometimes? Yeah, especially as old old people. I just want I just wanted how it used to be. That's all. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So you guys, you guys are now with American football, but for instance, uh, how do you decide, Mike, uh, where you're going to go in terms of what sort of band you're going to play with for the time uh, being? <laughs> like, since the American football took off, uh, we sort of, we, we book it so far in advance because there's so many kids and cities involved and travel that... Uh, You know, so my calendar was pretty booked then for about a year or so, uh -huh. and it's sort of winding down. We can sort of see the end of what we had scheduled, uh -huh. and just about now I'm starting to look at my clock and plan some other stuff with other bands. Sure, so, sure, sure. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, how long are you going to take? Uh, you guys think uh, that you're going to play with American football for now? We we have a few shows booked now. 
uh, sort of sporadically through November is okay. the last one set up. And I think we'll probably finish the calendar year without taking on any more. Okay, sure. And then sure. I think we're going to see what's up. Try to figure out if there's uh-huh. other uh-huh. cities we'd like to play or go to. Uh-huh. I was, I was speaking, it's funny because I was, uh, yesterday I was speaking to uh, Chris of Mineral yeah. and uh, he, you know, you're so, so, somewhat in the same position. Like there's this demand for something that's, that was written and recorded and released a long time ago or a long time ago or some time ago. Yeah. And, uh, oh, it's, and, no, it's a long time ago. Yeah. Is it for you guys? Does it feel like a long time then? So So does it take on like a whole new narrative? I asked him pretty much the same question, but like does material evolve like in terms of perception? Yeah, I mean just from like singing it and stuff, I was kind of dreading it, you know, like oh am I going to... I thought I just thought I'd have to like everyday cringe, you know, and then I, I found out... That everyday cringe? Cringe, you okay, know, like sure, just sure. like... Uh, but it's 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 totally fun. It's 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 like uh, it's like looking at an old high school yearbook or something. It's like enjoyable now. I think if we had done it sooner, it'd be like kind of too close, and I would have been a little awkward maybe. But uh-huh. yeah. So it's like you know, and there's lines now that come up that you know, in they're referencing new things in my life now. Uh-huh. So it's cool. Sure. And uh, and uh, does it, is there any like stuff you've done like for instance uh, uh, I don't know Captain Captain Jazz or something that you're not ever going to touch again? You feel <laughs> this was the one I was never going to touch again, <laughs> and we're doing it pretty uh, extensively. So yeah, I'm not saying no anymore. I seriously I said never for 15 years, and then it came up, and it was just the right right time, right whatever, and it worked. Um, is it okay if I ask why, or I, just tired I of the what I was saying earlier? Like it was just sort of. It, I was like, ah, like, you know, that it, it, it was just a moment that happened, and then uh-huh. it just seemed, to me, it seemed, it just seemed like, it just seemed young. And it's funny, I mean, Cap and Jazz, obviously, musically is very young and spastic and stuff, sure. but this, like, just the content stuff just seemed, it seemed to capture, like, this sort of youthful uh, sentiment. And so, but now, you know, as an old guy, it's kind of like, oh, that's cool. Like, I can look back fondly now. When, when do you guys, when do you guys stop, start um, calling yourselves old? Like, when does someone, like, you're only like five years older than I, so. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have kids? I, no. Oh, well, then. Okay. So you answer your own question, yeah. As soon as, as soon as one comes out, you'll start calling yourself old. That's, that's exactly what happens. It is like, uh... There's a, I mean, I go, I drop my kids off and pick them up at school every day, and it's, you know, a lot of my interactions now are with, like, it's all parents and parent talk, and, and you just, you feel, I mean, you feel old when you come to, like, this fest, and all the other bands are, like, partying and hugging each other, and you're just like, oh, yeah, I gotta be home in 13 hours, and I gotta change diapers. You feel old when there are bands, ironically, named Dads? Oh. And, like, you are dads, and it's like, there's nothing ironic about that, that's right. And it's like, we're actually, yeah. About that. Or, or like when when in college you'd wear like number one grandpa t-shirt and it's like that's it's the clock is ticking on number one grandpa t-shirts. <laughs> or like yeah. if you're at a a restaurant and you're talking to a girl and her mom and you can't tell it is one of these girls flirting with me like you don't know which one so it could have been either. Like what is going on? <laughs> and uh, you know, that, you know, uh, it's been. I, I hate saying this. Like, I feel like I'm dying inside a little bit. But you know, like, <laughs> oh, the, please continue. Please continue. But like, it's so, so, death uh, is our specialty. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but like, uh, the, like the idea of that, the death bother or something. It's you know, it's wretched. You know, whatever. But it's coming. But um, like, there's some dad fixation, as you're saying. Like, don't you feel like there's uh, a dad thing all around? That like even you know 
not so much as the way you're you're saying, but like people uh, really acting like dads. Really, is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, like behaving like dads at a young age, I guess. Like a dad thing. People no, who are who were born dads. No, you, you, your your children force you into that role. Oh, yeah, whether okay, you like it or okay. not. No, we, I, I was kicking and screaming the whole okay, time. But so, you have no choice. So even though you can willfully be, you can't be a granddad at, at like like seventeen, I guess. I don't think so. You know, it's fun though being old and having kids whenever. That makes this a lot more fun. Oh. Uh, just the three four days we get to do this in a row. It's like ah, oh, it's a little vacation, oh. and then go back and be grown ups. It's awesome. Uh-huh. This is this is as fun as it gets. So so is it dad, more fun now. Yeah. I, th- I think it's a way more fun now. I don't know. You have to, have to ask these guys. For sure, yeah. I think we're, we're old enough now that we're kind of, you know, removed from it. You know, it's a lot of distance from when we made the record, and I think now we're old enough to appreciate it and take it for what it is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, the live shows are, I think they're fun. I think we're, we're playing bigger and louder, and it's it's a blast. I, it's it's never not fun. Uh-huh. And I, I, That's another podcast, though. Almost. Never not, not, never not funny. Oh, okay. Oh, well, it's... It, yeah, no, it's... No, it's sometimes it's not funny. We're, we we tell bad jokes, but I, I wish like I, I wish I was never not funny. I just, my podcast just started this week, so there you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Started yesterday actually with Mike Watt. So oh, yeah. no kidding. Oh, yeah. congratulations. He's the best. Yeah, he's yeah, he's an awesome, he's guy. An awesome guy. Boy, he's been at it. Yeah, he's yeah. been at yeah. it a long he's time. He's he's old. Yes. But he's, but he's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's great. Congratulations. Super dude. Speaking of podcasts, you guys are in Comedy Bang Bang. Yes. What was that like? This must be insane. It was surreal. I, I'm a huge fan of that show and kind of like pushed for it to happen. So oh, awesome. It was very exciting and so, a surreal experience. You guys, you guys actually the, the, uh, the on the show you explained how you guys met and how it, how it came about. But could you tell tell me uh, again over here? So yeah, we we played at the same place as then this Webster Hall in New York City. Yeah. So we were in the big room upstairs and they were in the smaller room below us and we were doing sound check during their show. Uh-huh. So you know, my mighty drum foot ruined their ruined their podcast like three or four times. Like, there's have you heard it? There's like a half hour of them cursing the band and screaming about giants attacking or whatever. And we pretty much fucked up that whole thing. So that, was that like on the summer shows? Okay, yeah, I haven't October. bought that. Yeah, October. Okay. Oh, yeah. October, October. I haven't w- bought show, that's yeah. a, that's a bonus show exactly. I haven't heard that one yet. I haven't bought it. I forgot to buy it. Buy it actually. I did buy some 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 other ones, some other tour ones, but I forgot that one. Usually, live sh- the live shows are the best. It's yeah. Absolutely. Amazing. So who, when we who finished, was on? We, um, Do you remember? Yeah, it was like Todd Glass, Paul F. Tompkins. Okay, doing what? Um, Paul F. Tompkins was doing uh, what's his face? Werner Herzog. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty was great. He really? Oh, that's <laughs> um, so I came back. We caught the last probably 15 minutes of their set and. They made like a few references to the band. I'm cracking up, and Scott Aukerman did an American football rap to close the show. Oh, man. Um, and so then I hung around afterwards and went and met them and, oh. and apologized to Scott and was like, "Hey, we're coming to LA soon. Can we do the podcast?" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, email so and so and figure it out." So, so good. was it quick to happen? Like, uh, the, the, did it take a long time, or it was just pretty much like two weeks later or something? It was like a couple months later. Oh, yeah. months. Okay. Well, yeah. that was the next set of gigs we had though. Was oh, in okay. LA. Oh, that that podcast was really fun. That was a great. So cool. Yeah. So cool. So cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you guys on it. Yeah. Resurrected John Lennon or whatever. That was that was my favorite thing <laughs> in the whole world. 
favorite. So good, so good. I'm a huge fan. So this is my fanboyish uh, thing yeah, coming yeah. through. So, so, but yeah, yeah, I love it too. Yeah, we met the birthday boys at that same show, and that guy did the John Lennon. So cool. Oh, my Canfers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Holy. You know. Yeah. So he speaks like this. Okay. Of course. John Lennon. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So another thing, I actually met Paul. I actually met Paul F. Tompkins. I, you know, comedians don't come to Europe that often. I met Paul F. Tompkins two years ago at the Soho Theater. I went specifically to watch him uh, in London, and uh, you know, the show was amazing. And afterwards, he, I, I went with some friends. We all came, we came to just uh, watch his show, and he ended up speaking to us for three hours. Oh, no kidding! Bought us drinks and was the nicest guy Ooh. ever. Oh, just awesome. so 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 awesome. This is a pretty much off the record. Just we're just chatting, but you know, <laughs> but, but you know, I, I, he, he comes across as a nice guy. Yeah, very sure. very very extremely nice guy. But um, I wanted to ask you something, you guys, because um, for instance, uh, you know, American football. The, you know, your music seems uh, a very homebound. I guess is that correct? And the correct ass uh, assumption. I don't think on purpose, but maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of what I was saying earlier. Like, I think it just, for whatever reason, it really, like, captures that moment uh -huh. where we were. We were at school together. We were young, we were, you know, finishing school, moving on. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's definitely sort of trapped in Champaign-Urbana. Isn't it, but, uh, for instance, usually, usually isn't baseball supposed to be the sport that's very, you know, just feels like home? Or does American football also what apply? What do you call baseball in Europe? Uh, baseball. Yeah, see, uh. there you go. <laughs> baseball. What does that mean? So, not you don't have a, a soccer equivalent? Mm, I don't no. Think so. no, 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 no. European soccer. So you can't, obviously you can't go... Yeah, if you if you guys were named soccer, I guess when you came to Europe, you had to be called football. Right. I guess right. we were anticipating we were anticipating the overwhelming support in Europe, and we 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 clearly calculated uh, that name uh -huh. on a, on the basis of, of we had so much alone, so much that. foresight. <laughs> yes, exactly. it's exactly the plan was to never play again for 15 years and then name it such that the Europeans will dig it. Yes, sure, sure. <laughs> See, it's one criteria. That's right. That's it. so. So there you go. Uh, so Young people so pay attention. There you go. They, they do. No, okay. They do. <laughs> it's true. Um, well, and uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, guys, this is called the this podcast is called Made of Things, and uh, the, 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 the 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 idea is that uh, I believe that when you when you dedicate yourself to art for you know, for life, there must have been something which happened to you, or or you heard, or listened to, or uh, or watched that made you think I'm gonna I'm going to have to do this for the rest of my life. You know, even though it's it takes a lot of effort and it's sometimes painful physically and emotionally. Uh, what was that? Mo what what triggered that for you? For you guys, uh, I guess individually, because this is you know. I think uh, just. The fact that like uh, my introduction to being in bands and playing music was like the DIY indie punk scene uh -huh, or stuff, uh -huh. and it was just so it just influenced like it was such like a social thing. It was it was yeah it, it was so I was so impressed by it uh -huh. early on. As you know, uh, my mom took me and my brother to see Fugazi. We were in high school or college or something, and she she brought she baked them a cake and mm -hmm. she gave it to him and said, "You guys have been such a great influence on my kids." And it's like I think it's true like. If I had gotten into like, uh, I mean, I was into like heavy metal and stuff, but I feel like 
any other scene like that, you know, I'd be like, well, I don't really want to be like a deadhead burnout dude. Sure. Sure. Or a fish. So it, seemed, it seemed like, oh, you can grow up and be like a thoughtful person and still play rock music and uh, have fun. So it, it 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 was easy. Wow. What about you? What about you? Um, <clears throat> um, I can't remember what first like triggered it. I guess I was attracted to like the sort of uh, reckless nature of it of playing music. Oh. I don't know. I'm actually more of a drummer <clears throat> than a bass player, and that was like a way to get um, aggression out and but have it still be like constructive and creative. And it's something you could do with your friends, and um, uh, I think that's what I what pulled me into it. So like a desire to be a one-man destruction unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but have it, but I know have it not be seen as something like that. I that's crazy to do. You know, it's like it's socially acceptable. It's totally acceptable to play the play play drums and play write songs with your friends. It's like, oh yeah, you should do that. Everyone else was just sitting around playing video games and stuff. It seemed like a waste of time. So. Okay. Might as well make something. <laughs> yeah, we 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 construct a right, right, right. Cool. What about you? I uh, I've been playing music since I was. My parents put a violin in my hand at four. Okay. And so you don't have any choice when you're that little. You oh. just do. And so here, almost 40 years later, here we are. But you could have quit, though. Yeah, no, not in our house. You could. Oh, okay. uh, I, I tell I tell a story all the time. We we practice every day. My brother's 18th birthday. I was there. I'll never forget it. He he called my old man down. He said, "Hey, come listen to this because this is the last time I'm playing this goddamn thing." And and he's 36. He's never touched it since. That one time, my dad's dead 10 years. I asked him. I said, "You play the piano ever?" Said, Fuck no. So so that was that was our family. We practiced. But no, once you're in, you're in. No, I, yeah. it, but I. I did. I performed. My dad had a dance band. I started performing with him about seven, um, and it's just got in my head. You know, I could never like we didn't. We have these guys play all the time in this scene. We we sort of. I played a lot in Denver, but not this music. But you can't not do it. You've you've always even though you weren't performing, you still played too. You can't not play. I mean, it's part of who you are at this at this age. You're stuck with it, you know. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Sure, sure. I'm, uh, and I'm grateful. I'm going to try to. I don't know if I'll torture my kids the same way, but I'm going to uh -huh. try to see if they like it. And if they like it, I'll make them do it too. But but even then, like you've been okay, you've been playing for for many years. Uh, but then when you're like I don't know, twelve uh, or thirteen or something, you listen to something and you go like, oh no, this is the, what I should be doing, right? You know. Yeah. No music. I I hung out with the band geeks, but that was real important for us. We spent a lot of time listening to records and you know smoking cigarettes or whatever kids uh -huh. do. But we we took it real seriously um, and I came to this much later in life I mean I was probably 18, 19 before I heard Mike's band or anything else but I loved You played drums and you were like 19 or 19. No, I, you taught I, I yourself how to play drums. But you know, I, I appreciated what I liked so much about this music is like people would just do it. I, I was studying trumpet for a while, like at college, and I, I just got, t I couldn't, I wasn't that good. And then I got pissed off at everybody and I would just like, just act like an asshole. And then this scene was like, doesn't matter just go play you know i i, I said I, one day i said i'm a, i'm a drummer and i joined some shitty band and we play you know, boom we had a gig two days later or whatever uh, it's weird like sometimes like musicians have uh some some people just you know have been playing an instrument for a while and they'll know all, all of a sudden want to shift the instrument and they're really good at it it sometimes happens doesn't it it's really odd you i mean you you jump around a lot too I, i can like fake it on a bunch of instruments <laughs> fake all instruments yeah sure, sure. when when i quit trumpet i 
quit music for a couple of years and I picked up the drums. I was just like, it was like a gift, you know. It felt, I felt like, oh, like Nate was saying, sort of, just I, I could be pissed off and have a good time and nobody cared and it was the loudest thing in the band and it felt good. So it was, yeah, it's been a real gift. And, and then to be able to come do this is so awesome, you know. All these people in the, the best. So, so chill and stuff. Uh, I, one, one last thing, guys. Do you feel like I should have asked this question earlier? But do you feel like 1999 or 98 were particularly angsty years? You know, I don't know because it seems angst-ridden. Yeah. For for us or for like in general, like the world or, or like indie rock or. I mean, I guess it's from for your own perspective, but I guess you have I a whole mean, outlook we, on it. That was we were the right age to be uh, angsty. Uh-huh. And our peers were all that age, so I guess it, it, it does to me, but <laughs> I don't know if the world was. I don't know if my dad thought 99 was a very angsty year. <laughs> there's a, there's a weird, it certainly felt like that to me, I guess. There's a, but there is a weird interest in 15 years ago right now, or whatever it is, you know? Like, there's a, there was a lot indie-wise going on at that time. I mean, in some ways you can see what's long-lasting. Like, Tortoise and Seeing Cake and all those bands were doing... I still love Tortoise Records, you know? Absolutely. And I think they're best... I saw, the, saw them here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So there's something special. Who is this guy stealing my trumpet shtick? I thought I was the only person allowed to play that shit at this festival. So who is who is this? Oh, the oh Albini. Oh Shellac. I gotta find out who this is. But they built their own. Punch somebody in the lips. Foxygen have trumpets? Oh, I, I didn't know that. But they're more wild, aren't they? Uh, I mean, it sounds like it's pretty upbeat. Oh, well. So, all the more reason I have to find out about this fox. I knew them. I just knew the name. I don't. I don't really care for them that much, really. This is the. This is a packed lineup today. Okay, but guys, we're pretty much done. So there we go. Cool. Yeah, man. Awesome. Man. Thank you for your Thanks, time. Man. Appreciate it. This is. Thank you for your time. You look exactly like my cousin. I felt very comfortable. Really? Uh, like oh, like this fitting image of my cousin. So very familiar. Guys, that was great, wasn't it? Um, I really, really enjoyed that. Please go follow Made of Things Pod on all the social media. Please don't work with us, but network all you want. Uh, come back next week as we will have another guest who performed in Barcelona at Primavera Sound. Surprise, surprise. So, see you next week. Bye!